morning, good morning, good morning. It's so good to be with you. Uh, this, I'm going to actually do a little bit of show and tell this morning. Uh, we went on vacation to White Sands National Park down in, uh, I think it's called Alamogordo, Texas, or sorry, New Mexico. Uh, and Olivia and Deborah bought me a new mug. It says White Sands National Park. It's a nice, big, huge ceramic mug, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that gift. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day you and I, we get together, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2022, Lord willing, we'll make it from the book of Acts to Second Thessalonians. If you've been watching for a while, you know we had to move that a little bit because sometimes the Lord doesn't will that we do it. <laughs> but anyways, why don't we have some coffee, we'll pray, and we'll get into the Lord's Word. They got me the big mug because they said I really like coffee and big mugs. (laughs) Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the gift of getting to come to your word. Lord, we pray now that you would remove from us distractions and work in our hearts, that we would know who you are, love you, and walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, why don't we go ahead and get our Bibles. We are at First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, very end. It's only three verses today, so let's see if we can get through this. First Thessalonians, pardon me, First Thessalonians, chapter three, beginning at verse eleven. Now may our God and Father Himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another, and to all, just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Well, what a beautiful prayer we need to ask ourselves. A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in response to these words? So first, what's this passage about? Well, Paul is writing to the people in Thessalonica. He loves them. He's been encouraged by the good report he's received from Timothy, and now he's going to pray for them. Now the missionary pastor has a heart to take them to the Lord, and in his prayer he says, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. Verse 11, he's praying that he'll be able to go to them. Their hearts are already there. They love them. They're encouraged by them but they really want to see them. So he says, it's up to the Lord's sovereignty. It's up to the Lord's plan. It's up to what God does in his providence, aligning all things so that they might be able to go to them. And he he makes this request to the triune God that he might be able to go and see them again. And then in verse 12, he, he turns his eyes from wanting to go visit them to wanting something in their lives. And what does he pray for them? And may the Lord make you what increase and abound increase and abound not in the material things of this world not in the riches that might deceive them and pull them from christ but might increase and abound in love to one another and to all just as we do to you he wants them to love to love one another and to love outsiders right he he wants them to increase in love And not just affections for others, though he does want them to have affections towards others, but he also wants them to also do, (laughs) to show 
love. Not just to say, I love you to people in the church, but to show them practical love. He wants it to increase. He wants them to to have from deep down in their hearts, in, in like in their kidneys, their bowels of compassions for others. But he wants them not just to have those compassions, but to actually see it lived out in their lives. He says, this is us for you also, right? He, he wants Paul to be able to show them love. He, he wants himself to be able to show love. He wants the other missionaries to go and show them love and to continue to increase and abound in love both feelings and actions for each other, but not just for people in the church, but also for others. This, this is this idea that what fulfills the law of God, well, he is a God of love. And not love in the mushy, sentimental way, you know, not Hallmark movie type love, nor in the licentious, uh, immorality type love that we're getting fed today in our culture but a true godliness. What is the greatest law, Jesus? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. As our vertical relationship is redeemed between God and man, so our horizontal relationship is marked by love. By this they will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And so he's praying for them that their love would increase and abound. And then the last verse, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. What is the foundation stone or the first step toward holiness? It's love. If you want to be holy, you need to be loved by God. And you love others, right? Because the first table of the law, the first four commandments, right? We shall have no other gods before him. We shall not uh, make any graven images. We shall not misuse his name. We should remember the Sabbath day. These are all showing our love to God. And the second table of law is like it, you know, uh, commandments number five through 10. Whether it's honoring your parents, which shows holiness, it's because you love. If you're not going to murder, it's because you love. If you're not going to steal, it's because you love. If it's not going to commit adultery, it's because you love. If it's not going to be covetous, it's because you are happy for your neighbor. You love him and you're happy with your own estate because you love God and what he's given you. But you're not going to bear false testimony against your neighbor. Why? Because you love him. The first step of holiness isn't self-will, but it's love. It's God's love being poured out in us and our hearts now being turned to love him and to love others. So this is how we'll be established in holiness, by abounding and increasing in love, both affections and actions. And so he says, blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. This opens up a transition that we're about to get from the Apostle Paul, that the Holy Spirit's giving us that this is not the end. We believe that Jesus Christ is going to return again with all his saints. He's going to come again. And so we look forward to that great day when we'll be seen as blameless in holiness because we've increased and abounded in love.
not because we first loved him, but because he first loved us. Well, what are we, what's the best verse to summarize? I don't know. <laughs> I just underlined the whole thing. Let me know. What, what would you underline in your Bible? Maybe I just underlined verse 11. If I was forced to, maybe I underline 11, but then chapter 12 and 13 would probably get the uh, double underline. Right? Let me ask you for calling. Did you do what I encouraged you to do yesterday? Did you thank God for someone in the church? Did you go before the Lord and pray, thanking him for someone in the church? Maybe even somebody you didn't like. Maybe that's the first step of love, being thankful to God, even for the difficult people in your lives. I, I don't think we will increase or abound in love if we're not thankful for others. And so I know Thanksgiving was a while ago. I know I wasn't with you. We, we missed it. But the question is, are you thankful and are you abounding in love toward others, even to those who are outside? Is there a practical way that you can love someone today, this week, Maybe you can make a meal for someone. Maybe you need to make a phone call to a widow or a shut-in. Maybe you can visit your old crotchety aunt who who's really hard to get along with and doesn't you don't really like. I, I don't I don't know who who is it in your life that's hard to get along with. Can can you love them? Not because of what they can give you, but because you're going to show love. What is it today that you can love? But I'm going to tell you what, this morning, I'm going to pray for each of you this prayer. Let's go to the Lord. Father, I pray to you, God, and to the Lord Jesus Christ, thanking you that you have brought me back from vacation, from far out in the Southwest, and have brought me back to the saints people I love here in Iowa. Lord, we pray that our hearts would be reunited with those saints who we love. And Father, I pray for all those who are listening that you, the Lord, might make us increase and abound in love toward one another and to others. Lord, I pray that you would establish our hearts blameless in holiness before God and that, Father, you might encourage us that our Lord Jesus Christ is returning again with all the saints. Please, Lord, make us thankful. Make us abound and increase in love. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you. May you overflow with love toward God and toward your neighbors. And may the peace of Jesus go with you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.